Did you know that only 8% of people reach their goals? That's right. The other 92% fail within the first week or two, and sometimes they make it months. Think of New Year's. And according to researchers, what differentiates the two groups comes down to one simple thing, setting challenging goals that are specific. This is part three in my new series of how to switch things up. In part one, we talked about the seven significant benefits to trying new things. In part two, we discussed how to break bad habits and build good habits. And this time, we're going to talk about thinking small in order to obtain big goals. If this is your first time listening to Coffee with Colleen, welcome. My name is Colleen Hammond, and I am a personal brand strategist. A long time ago, I just noticed that most women had no idea how amazing they will look and feel once they get their style right and how important it is to have your personal brand nailed. And I'm not just talking about your profile pic. 93% of what people think about you is determined at their first glance in less than two seconds before you even speak. So I coach clients and lead workshops on developing an impactful personal brand that is strengthened by incorporating wardrobe, your on-cam presence, and your body language. I'm a former on-camera meteorologist for the Weather Channel, a network news anchor, Miss Michigan, and I've been helping people look and feel like a million dollars for over three decades. And part of my work is helping clients learn how to set and obtain their goals. So setting specific and challenging goals doesn't mean you should try to do everything at once. In fact, trying to accomplish world peace or losing 100 pounds this month, goals like that that are so big are often a recipe for failure. So if you want to go big, you have to think small. You need to break that big goal into small goals and start from there. Now, the first thing my clients will say to me is, what's wrong with thinking big? Nothing, absolutely nothing. I want you to think big. But the important thing is to do it right. Now, cappuccino members inside the cafe, in your bonus section, you'll find a special section on how to embrace the power of thinking big, exactly what it means, and then how to use that big idea to help you better to think small. And if you're not a member of the cafe club, uh, a link to that is in the notes. So we keep hearing that we can accomplish anything we want, whether it's world peace, saving the world, being an astronaut, and that's true, but unfortunately for a lot of people, it's unlikely to happen. Sure, you could do it, but it's going to take years of hard work. And remember earlier how we said that people usually fail on their goals in the first week or two? So that's the reason it's important to take small steps toward big goals. The truth is, what you need to do is to think big in detail. It's necessary to have detailed information, proper plans, the knowledge and skills for those big goals in order for them to become a reality. And you have to understand that losing 100 pounds is not going to happen this month. Not healthily, anyway. And things, big goals especially, don't happen overnight. A big idea doesn't guarantee that you'll obtain that idea or be successful toward it. Anybody can have ideas, but only a few people actually take those ideas and bring them to life. So when you're thinking big, it's easier to miss those small details. And then you end up making costly mistakes, which make you feel like you've stumbled and fallen. And if you fail, then you're disappointed. And then you have a hard time starting over or even motivating yourself to start over. 
So, for example, many people dream of building a million-dollar or multi-million-dollar business, but they haven't learned how to make their first dollar yet. So, to succeed in that big goal, you have to take it in increments and tiny steps. Focus on making your first dollar, for example. Then you know how you did that. Then you can take it and multiply it and make your first $100. Then your first $1,000 and then $10,000 and then $100,000 and then build to a million. So it's like we talked about last week in part two of this series, how to break and build habits. Because when you change your habits, you will change your life. So whether you want to become the next Steve Jobs or launch a successful project, climb the career ladder, rather, you need to start with those baby steps and swap any habits that are holding you back and replace them with habits that will move you forward. So make sure you go back and listen to that uh, podcast. So let's talk about your workout, which I did talk about in detail in, the, in that podcast. If you are always finding excuses to skip your workout, you're never going to manage to lose those extra pounds and get in shape. So you want to start small. Maybe it's a seven-minute app. You know, you can get, I think it's Johnson & Johnson that has that seven-minute app. I'll look it up and I'll put it in the notes. Um, But maybe you do that seven-minute app three times a week and take it seriously, just like you do with your job or your family. And then a month later, reevaluate and maybe do it four times a week or five times a week. Or maybe a couple of weeks in, you're like, you know, this is going real well. Instead of Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I'll do this at Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and then Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, I'll just stretch for five minutes. So there's just little things that you can do. Start small to build big. So in the meantime, while you're doing that, that three times a week, seven minutes a day, and you're like, that's not going to do anything. No, it does. It gets you into that daily habit. And in the meantime, you can make small changes to your diet. Again, you're not going to make massive dietary changes. If you're eating fast food five, six times a week right now, it's not like I'm going to have green smoothies every day. Maybe just commit to one meal a day that you're going to be healthy with um, or one thing at a time. So maybe this week, for example, no sugar. No sugar week one, and then I'll allow myself to have one dessert on Sunday. Or maybe I'm going to cut back on junk food, and then you can incorporate that into the second week. So each week you pick one tiny little thing. We're going to drink more water on week two. Uh, Week three, I'm going to cook meals from scratch. Uh, three times a week, or, and so on. Just tiny little things that you incorporate every single solitary week that are going to build toward that bigger goal. So again, you want to think small to go big, and I guarantee you the results will follow. So what I want to ask you now is what one small goal, what tiny little tiny step towards your big goal are you going to focus on this week? DM me on one of my social media sites and let me know, or just email me at colleen at colleenhammond.com. All the links are in the show notes. And next time on part four of this series, I'll be talking about five tips for getting out of a rut and starting fresh. And I don't mean, oh, I'll just start on Monday. It'll be more in depth than that. I'll see you next time. And thanks for joining me this time.